It's a Married with Channels podcast. My name is Moose. And I'm Jody. We are here to do TV and movie reviews, mostly TV, hence the name Married with Channels. So, we will begin with Hulu and the Amy Schumer show. It's not that, but... It's not called that, no. But by the way, that was a good show she had. I think it was Comedy Central. Yeah. I remember that being good. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. Uh, but this is Life and Beth, a uh, fictional story of a what mid-late 30s woman who's, you know, kind of trying to find her way, familial issues, love issues, et cetera, et Just cetera. figuring some stuff out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's kind of a dramedy. Yeah. About 10 episodes. And I liked it. I did too. I, I was going to add to your dramedy comment that it's just the right amount of both mm-hmm. comedy and drama for me. It's a good balance. So Yeah. I mean, there's a couple moments of le- levity, mm-hmm. um, but I think the overall arch, not arch, um, theme, theme focus of the show is um, like dealing, I think accepting some of your parents' bullshit and being able to move on from it. Yeah, and, you know, she kind of has two examples of bad parents. And yeah, I like the flashback scenes. I think um, the, the young lady that plays her as young Beth is phenomenal for, you know, being kind of... Yeah kind of portraying a younger character so yeah she was good yeah it's interesting like it started off with it's going to be like uh, uh, a mid-30s woman in new york who's upwardly mobile but has major family issues and there's a scene where she's shopping with her mom and we get a taste of her and her relationship with her mom. And you're thinking in your head, okay, this season, there's going to be a lot of drama between her and her mom. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give too much away, but it doesn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. Instead, we get a taste of the drama between them from the, from the past. Yeah. And um, I thought that was interesting. Kind of a, kind of a twist a little sure. bit. Yeah. You know, I think if they'd gone down the route of her and her mom dealing with each other in her mid-30s, the whole season i think it would have been kind of tropey it could sure. have gotten a little <sighs> been there done that sure yeah but uh i like what they did um with that um it's good to see michael rapaport i was just gonna mention i think the supporting cast is just phenomenal like every yeah you know there's some character stories that are kind of building there with even some you know kind of very side characters yeah. you know side plot threads and so, yeah. I, yeah, that supporting cast is wonderful, and he's amazing in it, too. Michael Sarah's in this. He plays yep. the new love interest, I guess you could say. And they don't get too hung up on, like, girl from the city trying to date the farm boy from upstate <laughs> New York, you know? I mean, there's a teensy bit of that, yeah. but it's not, like, hokey and cheesy with, you know, farm love sequence, but you I know, think, montage going I think on. I think the, that whole dynamic... They use that for um, to to help with the relationship, to help with the story. It's not like, what's that? That's a cow. <laughs> oh, Beth. Sure. You know, it's all kind of in service of building this relationship between the two of them, and it almost seems like a real, like how a real relationship starts. 
It's yeah. not like meat cute bullshit. Sure. But um, it's done real well. It's interesting. Michael Sarah's character, like, does he have Asperger's or is he on the scale or? Um, I don't know. She, he, it doesn't come right out and say that. She kind of makes a side comment, but I don't know if she was being funny where she was yeah. describing to her friends saying something like he's likely on the spectrum, you know? Yeah. Spectrum. I keep saying scale. Yeah. But so uh, I'm not sure if that is true. It, it almost kind of seems like it, but I don't, you know. Yeah. It's maybe not pertinent to the story. I sure. Guess. But it really stood out for me when they were going to the funeral and he kept at, he kept saying he has to check on his boat. Yeah, that one track mind and yeah. kind of can't let it go. Yeah, you know? I mean, they're literally at one of her best friend's, you know, loved one's funeral. Yeah. And he's like on his phone texting yeah. and yeah. what are you doing? I'm checking on my boat. Put that phone away. We're, you know. Yeah. But uh, he's kind of missing those um, social, social cues yeah. of what to do and what not to do, you know? Yeah. But, uh, here's a moment where, um, this is, uh, one of the last episodes where she jumps in to save his goddamn boat. Yeah. It's, it's, it's safe now. I, I tied it up. I guess I know how to tie a knot. Thank you. I don't like that boat. I don't like that boat either. I mean, that's not my boat or anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, it is. I just tied it up. I just swam out there and I tied it up. I mean, I think Skylar will really appreciate that because that's Skylar's boat. My boat's in the shed because of the weather. Came to check on Skylar's boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a little comedic moment there. Yeah, it's cute. I think everybody should check it out. It's interesting and kind of adorable. Yeah. So, and yeah. funny. Life and Beth, I think there's, um, my only issue is it seems like each episode's kind of short. Ah, I didn't really notice that. We've been kind of watching a few in a row. Yeah. So. And also lots of commercials. Oh, yes. That is a complaint. Um, yeah. We're watching this on the Hulu platform and yeah. holy cow, there's I, a lot more breaks for ads there. Well, I think they're just adding more ads. In, in general, general to yeah, everything. Yeah. Maybe. So. Probably. But it's Money. worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Disney. Money. It's definitely worth checking out. Life and Beth. I think even if you're not an Amy Schumer fan. Yeah. I think you'll like this show because it's not like Amy Schumer comedy show. No. And very it's different. Not, she's not doing Amy Schumer stuff. No. Um, Like she did in Trainwreck. Like Trainwreck, the movie, Um, she's very much doing Amy Schumer stuff. This one, she's actually acting. And I tell you, I never noticed before, she has some of the best facial reactions. Her physical comedy. Not her physical comedy. Her in face, general. Her facial reactions, whatever. If she's trying to do a smirk or if she's trying to do a, yeah. what'd you just say? You yeah. Know, yep. I, I never noticed that until uh, Life and Beth. And so. can I just mention the, there's a scene at the end of, the last episode where they show them playing volleyball and she looks like she's a pretty good volleyball player. Yeah. I th that, that probably s is drawn from her real life based on how she was playing volleyball. Probably. Yeah. yeah. She didn't look like an actor that trained to play no. volleyball. She looked like, no, <laughs> like maybe she gathered some people on set and like, let's start a team. <laughs> yeah. And they like, played, you know, while they filmed or something. Either that or she went and 
did volleyball training for five weeks with an expert. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. She kind of looked like she knew what she was doing. She knows what a bump and a set is. <laughs> so Life and Beth on Hulu, go check it out. It's good. It's worth it. Totally. Moving on to a docu-series. We watched Bad Vegan. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing a little buzz about it. It's kind of up there in the top shows on Netflix. Yep. And it's interesting. Basically, this woman who uh, created this raw vegan restaurant in New York City, super successful restaurant. Wildly the popular, hot, yeah. Yeah, the hot spot. Celebrities went there. Alec Baldwin, Howard Stern, uh, the list goes on. Somehow she gets wrapped up in this one dude who's essentially kind of <laughs> the brother from another mother of the Tinder swindler guy. Kind of. He seems to run a similar kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy, his name is Anthony Strangis, which is an interesting last name. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Yeah. Um, he called himself Shane Fox. Yeah, that's how he got into <laughs> cahoots with her. Like, they met on Word, uh, Words with Friends. Yes. He went by Shane Fox. And he was, like, asking Alec Baldwin questions on Twitter and somehow... Yeah, I don't know. He got connected with this lady, Sarma, yes. this girl, Sarma, who's the, the bad vegan in question of the, of the series. And it's, it's so odd how that whole thing progressed. Like yeah. this Anthony guy just threw a bunch of word salad at her with bullshit about immortality for her and her dog. And it, it was a very strange, strange yeah. story that you kind of, you look at this from the outside and you're like, what, how did you buy into any of this stuff? <laughs> I know. And it's, and it's another example of how there's so many red flags with I, the guy. Yeah. Like the fact that he says he's got millions of dollars and I, they were applying for trying to buy a house in New York city. And he gave him like a spreadsheet of all his assets. And one was like a house in Costa Rica, a Lamborghini or some other big house in denver colorado whatever millions and millions of dollars and she's believing that and mm -hmm. yet at some point he's like you need to send me forty thousand dollars yeah <laughs> yeah just just like tinder swindler it's like yeah. no if you're that rich you can get money like i don't i don't get why you need someone else to send you money that's just weird yeah yeah but i, I you know and it's it's easy to watch this show and just think Sarma is an innocent victim in all this, but I don't think she was. I don't, I don't think she didn't have a clue what she was doing. She had to have known that she was not able to make payroll at her restaurant, at her dream. Like that was her, you know, kind of baby. And, you know, it, like to just kind of throw that away little chunk by chunk of money to this, person who is your husband like that's just weird and how do you get there you know? I, know I know and like she even married him they even got married very mundane it yeah. was very much like eh, let's go down to the justice of the peace yeah okay no fills out paperwork <laughs> stamp notary married yeah I Never, don't... yeah and it's just and he sends her off to go to rome and you need to go there for some bullshit habity babity kooky reason and she goes yeah 
you know? Yep. Away from her business, away from her home. Yeah. And her support, probably. It's probably done on purpose to isolate her and control her more. You know, and it's just uh, the whole, the, the draw of the documentary for me, this series is trying to reconcile this obviously smart businesswoman. Yeah. Who's talented with cooking and all that and business and made a successful restaurant. Reconciling that with somebody who's not seeing obviously bullshit mm-hmm. being fed to her from a king bullshitter. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I think the Anthony Strangis's former wife, mother of his kid in Florida, mm-hmm. might be smarter than Sarma. Or less manipulated. Maybe more street you know, smart, more like common sense. Maybe. And, and I don't even know if it's that. It's just kind of trusting that gut. Like maybe something about Sarma, she just doesn't listen to her intuition or doesn't yeah. have any. You know, some people just like are kind of naive and gullible and they just walk right into stuff that they shouldn't, you know. And I think she probably is. Mm-hmm. But uh, she might also be kind of culpable in all this because yeah. the clip I have, it's the last, like, literally minute of the final episode yeah. where the shot is her walking through a crowded street and they're playing the audio of her last conversation with him. Yeah. And it's, this was, they, yeah. they've both gone to prison. Yeah. They both, you know, gotten their due process, whatever. Yeah. And so she's talking to him on the phone. And listen to her. She does not sound like somebody who does not want to talk to him. I was going to, I almost texted you last week. You know, I miss you. I do miss you. Uh, really? That's my response. You realize you do have to step out of the meat suit and appear on a unicorn. I know that, and it's already in the works in my mind. There will be something. Are you going to shape shift in front of me? I mean, I mean, she's laughing and giggling with him. And to put it in context, this is after they've all gone to jail and been, uh, you know, lost all the money. And, you know, it's like if this guy called, if you're in her shoes, you wouldn't take that call. You'd be done with this motherfucker. Here's the thing, though. I think these these ladies get brainwashed they love that person it'd be like if you came to me with a different identity one day i mean i love you i have children with you i share a life with you like i would probably pick up the phone if you called six months after some disaster too you know i think you just don't know what you would do when you think you love someone the other part to that though also what was weird about her is throughout this docuseries she was very emotionless about it there was no tears no like yeah just towards the end did she wipe her eye yeah just towards the end but she went through telling the whole story very kind of even and almost stoic like almost monotone yeah like it didn't matter to her like and maybe that's just a broken person who hasn't been rebuilt yet i don't know I don't know. In in the beginning, it's interesting you played this clip because in the beginning of the docu series, he had a very different tone. He, you know, he's screaming and yelling at her. And yeah, that was the only. Her, you know, that was the only audio recording of their phone calls mm-hmm. that was kind of pleasant. Sure. The others were very much. He was mad, yeah. and she was like, 
Yeah. You asshole. And But even when you played that clip, I can hear him trying to manipulate her. Yes. Like, still, still uh, see, I miss you. I miss you, love. You know, yeah. see, I can still make you laugh. You know, <laughs> look how great we are together. You know? Yeah, very yeah. much. Uh, like, if I ruined your life yeah. and took all your money. Yeah. And you were on the run from the law for a year. Yeah. You spent, uh, what, three months, four months in prison. Not yeah. Five counting the Rikers stay in jail. Sure. Uh, I don't, I don't think you'd be taking my call. I don't think I'd be super cordial about it. No, you'd be, you'd that. be like, what do you want? <laughs> yep. Handle our business, whatever. Yeah. And I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> but this woman, something's, something's off about her. And usually that's what makes people a good mark for so. people who are master manipulators like that. Like, obviously she made a good target because she just kept going along with it and, and doing more and more and more and blew up her life. It just drives me nuts that there are people like this asshole out there. I know. Somehow get their, get their, you know, their claws into people yeah. and, and they essentially like puppet master them and they suck out their life savings and what isolate I wa- them from the alienate them from their family. What I wanted to know with this too is was his father in on this? You know, we never saw his father. No, and they never said like if he got charged because you know, he lied to the baby mama and he lied to Sarma about yeah. who, you know, the lies yeah. that his kid told. Yeah, and she said uh this is his wife in Florida. The, him and the father came and like robbed the place, stole, like yeah. they were both there. They stole a bunch of shit and pawned it. Yeah. So yeah, his father's definitely in on it. Yeah. And it was interesting. The, uh, the Will Richards character, I like yeah. how that turned out because he's essentially like this handler associate yeah. that, you know, coordinated his black ops, whatever. Yeah. And they had a real guy reading and talking yes. to the camera you thought it was that guy, didn't you? I did. I didn't. Okay. I wanted to know, like, okay, when is this guy going to be like, and then I realized this Anthony guy's a fucking liar, you know? Yeah. But it turns out he literally vanished. Yeah. And it was Anthony the whole time posing. Yeah. As another guy. Isn't that nuts? I shouldn't have been surprised. I don't know why people, you know, and again, like you hear that part of the story, like she just gave this random person that she's never met in her entire life all of her emails yeah, and yeah. Passwords. passwords like what <laughs> that explains how anthony was able to read her emails yeah. and kind of know where she was gonna be yep Ugh, i know so creepy it all is it. creepy i mean think about the time and energy he probably spent in running this con but yeah. to him in his mind it was worth it because he was getting paid bank you know would she give him like 1.5 million? Yeah, I think that's what she gave him Total? over the long haul. Yeah, holy cow! That was just her. Like, yeah. has he done this before? You Had know, to have. Had he, to have. He kind of swindled her mother too. Yeah, out of some money. What a shit so, stain. Yeah, like it bothers me too that people do this kind of stuff. I'm glad there's more documentaries so people are aware of the red flags. Like, yeah. don't know. Yeah, and that, that'd be the only reason I really recommend it is so you can kind of see another example of how somebody can manipulate somebody else yeah. into doing what they want, give them what they want. Yeah. Yeah, the more this, uh, you know, cleansing daylight comes into these stories and these people, the better off everybody will be, I think. Well, and I have to wonder, too, like some of these stories happened a while ago with social media and tech and stuff these days. Like it's 
it's not hard to do a search on somebody and see what comes up. Like the people right. in her kitchen staff did that and found his mugshot. Like, hello, you know, That's you sh- crazy. Yeah. So uh bad vegan, uh, you know, I go check it out. It's only four episodes. Yeah. But it's an interesting story. I think it's worth checking out too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One final thing here. This is, uh, well, we tried it. Yep. Category. And it's, eh. the, it's the dropout. Yep. The, uh, Hulu series, uh, dramatizing Elizabeth, um, uh, Theranos is the company. Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes, the phony tech person who created this blood testing revolutionary device that you only need a couple drops of blood and you can run all these tests on just those couple drops of blood. Turns out it was all a sham. I think everybody's probably heard the story of Theranos by now. Yeah. But, uh, what was that? What was that documentary on it that we actually watched? That was really good. Oh man. It was on HBO. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but it's an Alex Gibney documentary and he's usually pretty good. I don't know, but that's the thing is like, we tried this and I think part of the reason I didn't, get interested in it is because I've watched the documentary. I've read a couple articles. I know the story. Sure. I don't need to see her flirting with some guy at her, you know, foreign education, whatever. By the way, the documentary is the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Long title, but go for it. Yeah. Just nothing about this really I gave a shit about. Yeah, it was very slow moving and yeah, I don't I I just didn't really care. And I don't I don't think anybody I don't think we need this dramatization. Yeah. I don't think we need the scripted version of this story. There's books, the documentaries there, it covers it all. I don't know if I care about her relationship with her mother, much less I just, you know, it's like if they did a documentary about Anthony Stranges from Bad Vegan. Yeah. I wouldn't care about that. Sure. You know, yeah, he's an asshole. I don't care that he was fucked up as a kid. Sure. That sucks, but I just yeah. don't see it drawn out into eight, 10 episodes being worth my time. Sure. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, bad performances or anything. I just felt like it was a very slow moving story that I didn't really care about. Yeah. And I already kind of knew how it went. Yeah. So. So, yeah, the dropout. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back uh, next week, probably. And, um, yeah, Married with Channels podcast. Make sure you subscribe and give us reviews. Give us those DLs. That means download. Share. Tell your friends. Share it. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Mary W. Chans. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye.